Hey everyone, welcome to Snarf Talk with Chris and Jerry. And this is our podcast where we give you a behind the scenes look as we create a comic book. We're going to talk about TV, movies, comic books, and hopefully have a lot of guests, other writers, creators, and friends. Um, check us out at snarfcomics.com. You can check out our blog and follow along with everything we got going on. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Snarf Comics. And please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Enjoy the episode. Here we are back at it, Christopher. We are back. This back is back in the house. The stuff top house. The stuff top top. Stuff top. Snarf Talk House. Hey there, cool cats. We're uh, broadcasting live from the brand new Snarf Talk Studios in Masana, Illinois. Yeah, we have our fancy new studio here. We've been talking about it. Um, yeah, I'm, this is coming together here, Chris. It's coming together. We got a beautiful, I tell you, sixty to one hundred and fifty year old oak table. table. This an table, oaken table. It looks like the kind of table that would be sat at by like hobbits at like a. At a tavern, really, it would, yeah, some sort of you know, hobbitish person, goal, fantasy realm, yeah, it looks like a, a fantasy table, trolls of sort. That's why I bought it. Axe wielding, you know, gnomes. Looks like it would have been constructed by Ben Franklin. Yeah, they probably and signed and like, utilized by elves. No, I'm positive some sort of important document that either freed someone or enslaved someone <laughs> has been signed on this. Yeah, because those are the only documents. That's it. Back that's then. all you can. Yeah, that's all you can do. Um, yeah, no. So it's exciting. Um, I really enjoy it. We it, are also on the heels of a fantabulous C two E two journey. Yeah, what a wonderful time! We will have a full review of that. Uh, coming in the future, probably along with our Snarf Madness talk. Um, uh, yeah, next that, episode. I think next episode will kick off Snarf Madness. Yeah, it really will. So this is final call. Make sure you get them in, guys. Snarf have, Madness has been out for three weeks now, about. Um, yeah, T-minus one week to get your brackets in, and then it's you're, yeah. it's locked. You can't get in late. Again, I want to reiterate how easy it is uh, for you to get your phone. And it, as long as you can print out the bracket, fill it out, you can download any sort of scanning app. So there's TurboScan, UltraScan, Microsoft Lens. There's probably other things called Scan uh, as an app that you could get for free. All three of those that I just uh, like mentioned Like Son of are, Scan. Yeah, there are Son of Scan, yes, that, that I just mentioned. You, you could get those. And then all you have to do is basically take a picture of your bracket it will turn it into a PDF for you, get it to your email, and then send it to info at snarfcomics.com. Yeah. And Where do you we, get the bracket? Jerry? And then we will have it. You can go to snarfcomics.com slash madness. That's right. And or there, go to snarfcomics.com and click snarf madness link at the top of the page. And then there is a little button in the middle that says, I think it says get your bracket or bracket yeah. or snarf talk bracket. It's super exciting. What are we doing this year, Jerry? It's all comic book characters. So yes. there's every comic book character under the sun. Every single one that has ever been created in the human world. Yeah, not That's every, not true. But. It, but there's quite a few. Uh, there's a lot on there. And it's challenging. 
Let me tell you. It is rough. It's, it, it's tough. Even if you, you don't have to know every comic book character, right? You don't have to know uh, basically any of them. What you needed to know or think or uh, guess, whatever you want to do, is what Chris is going to pick or what Jerry's going to pick. Like, you don't have for to winners. know. Give me an obscure comic book character. Um, you don't have to know who comic book Ego character. the Living Planet is. No, you don't. I mean, you don't even really have to know. I, I, I have Moon Knight stuck in my head. A lot of people don't know Moon Knight. Um, yeah. And you don't have to know them. But I guess you don't I have to know who you, Calendar Man is. No, you don't. Or the Condiment King. The Condiment King is one of my favorite villains of Batman's. He's a DC villain. Now you guys know. See? Yeah. That's why you got to listen to the podcast. You'll yeah, find exactly. these things out. Also, listening to the podcast would really tell you about who we're going to choose yeah. because that's we talk the most about a fun lot about Snarf Comics is we're going to discuss uh, why we made our choices. As we mentioned, um, if you when you fill out the bracket, keep in mind your goal is to match Jerry or I's bracket, not yes. to make your picks. Um, you have to be striving to win something in a bracket, just like you're trying to pick the winners of the NCAA March Madness. In this, you're trying to match me or Jerry's bracket. There will be two winners, and each winner will receive up to two hundred dollars in cash and prizes, plus a trophy. It's yeah. awesome. It's going to be a great the, time. This year's. Big time compared to the the first year we did it. This is the second annual Snarf Madness yeah. Challenge, and I'm really excited for it. So get them in, so that we can continue continue uh, to do this. It's fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this week we're just kind of uh, we're waiting to do our CTE two review um, and waiting to start Snarf Madness. So we're just kind of doing a. It's a, a bit of a holding pattern, I would. Yeah, call it. we're just gonna we're gonna shoot the shit. We're gonna and, talk about some. Uh, some different interesting articles and that we've, we've been reading. And we've got a new caricature, caricature that was drawn of us and uh, some new little logo stuff that we've had yeah. made uh, from an artist. Uh, we've been talking about him the last few weeks, Eric uh, Eric Macias. He drew some stuff for us. He was at C2E2 uh, at the Sketched booth and did an awesome job. But we're, we're going to show you guys those here pretty soon. And yeah. it's, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. Um, we're also going to talk about um, top ten date movies. Top ten date movies, but they're not. These aren't our choices, so it's not a true top ten. Would no, no. This isn't like our top ten where we're you know, picking. That's what date we movies. should do next week. We'll do our top ten. Okay, but for this one, we're reading somebody else's top ten. This is just an article we found, but it's all net. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah, Netflix uh, movies. No, just just date movies. Oh, oh yeah, T- movies on Netflix. Right, that you could bring a date home and, and say, chill. and Netflix and, say, and chill. Hey, let's chill out on this couch. I got some popcorn. Ten we, good movies on Netflix to watch on. And date we're night. gonna watch Ten Things I Hate About You. Might be in the list. I love we'll it. Find out. It's a very good movie. Heath Ledger. Um, before we get to that, I found some interesting articles um, that I thought were worth exploring a little bit. I think they are. Um, since it is 2020, and it is the beginning of 2020, uh, we've already both missed one comic book movie. What? We've oh, neither, Birds of Prey. Neither of us has seen Birds of Prey yet. Yeah. Uh, but I hope to see it soon. Um, Honestly, yeah. I, I was not intrigued by this movie one bit. I definitely not... want to see it now. The the uh, critics are in love with it. Oh, my gosh. And the scores are pretty good. And a lot of fans are liking it, too. So, 
Um, this is all eight 2020 comic book movies ranked by anticipation, according to BamSmackPow.com. Bam Smack Pow. Bam Smack Pow. Number eight, uh, March 13th, coming out pretty soon. Vin Diesel led action flick called Bloodshot. Here's We've the deal. We've talked about this one yeah, before. Yeah, here's the deal. Okay, I just recently, uh, I wouldn't call it a trailer. It was more of a just like a, I don't know, a teaser for mm-hmm. it. Yep. And it didn't intrigue me. I'm not a huge fan of Vin Diesel, if you can believe that. Really? I love Vin Diesel. I'm not. He he's is a Groot. Great, he's a great Groot. He is a really good Groot. He he's a like phenomenal it. Iron Giant. You didn't like the Chronicles of Riddick? Uh, I never watched a single one of them. Are you joking me? Those no. are like some of my favorite movies, man. Well, Pitch Black. That makes sense. Do you ever see Pitch Black? Because you have terrible taste. I didn't ever see Pitch Black either. I, I don't. Even I have like, this weird I don't even thing know against Vin, Di- Vin Diesel. I don't know what I it can, is. I can't speak to you right now. My whole like, my whole thing. I just don't care for Vin Diesel. It's because of Fast and Furious, 100%. Which one? Too Fast, Too Furious? No, I think the very first Fast and Furious. Fast like, and that's, Furious 2? I used to... Nope. Fast and Furious 3. I think the Fast and Furious franchise. Fast and Furious 4? Yeah. All was, of them. Was it, to- Fast it was Tokyo 5? Drift. He wasn't even in that one. Fast and Furious 6? Yeah. I think. Was it Fast 7? <laughs> no, it wasn't 7. It was 8 and 9. Okay. Um, I never watched any of those movies other than like the first one. Um, yeah, it, and it's, so I don't really care. I, I did see Tokyo Drift. It's probably the best one. Of all. <laughs> I don't. It's the best one of the bunch. Uh, Jeremy Lin. Maybe it is Jeremy Lin. Oh yeah, he directed it, right? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I, you know, I was thinking of the basketball. I think player. he's doing a Star Wars it, movie. Right? Isn't that the basketball player? Yeah, that's Jeremy Jim, Lin. Jeremy Lin, uh, director. Mm, it's not Jeremy. No. Right, Justin Lin. Jeremy Lin is the basketball it's player. Justin Lin. I told you that. Jeremy Lin is a basketball player. Though, he did I Star think. Trek like, Beyond. Never saw that. Anyway, either. I just have this thing against... Lin Sanity. Yes. I have this thing against Vin Sanity, Vin, Vin Diesel. Sanity. Well, you need to watch Pitch Black and then all the Riddick movies because they're great. Is he good? Is he a good actor in those movies? Is it poor uh, quality? Yeah. Gosh, I don't know. He all is, right. He is group. Um, Bloodshot. Uh, number seven. I mean, it's number eight out of eight. <laughs> so, yeah. Number seven uh, to be released April 3rd is a little movie called The New Mutants. New Mutants coming out. I didn't think they were ever going to release this thing. Yeah. So, obviously, it's had some problems. However, um, it's been made for like four years. Recently, um, it got caught up in that weird Fox Disney merger. But recently, one and it wasn't of, good, is what they said. Well, they did say that. But recently, one of the writers and somebody that I tend to um, believe believe came out and said, no, "I'm talking to one of the comic book writers now." Oh, okay. And I can't remember who it was, but it's somebody reputable. Came out and said, "This movie's fucking awesome." You know, for some reason, those are the people I trust, and well, I don't know. This why. guy came out guess, and said, "This movie is amazing." Who was it? I are you trying to hold his name? Or no, back, I, or? no, I just can't remember. Was it Jonathan Hickman? No, it wasn't. Because he did the whole New Mutants thing, or uh, House of X, I mean. Yeah, it wasn't him. It was somebody that wrote uh, New Mutants. Did you know Jonathan Hickman was at C2E2 last week? And we and we saw him? Oh, did we? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. 
He's Guys, great. remember recording before he was, we went. <laughs> no, we're not. He was great. Really generous. Said he was going to be on the show. Yeah, that's something to look forward to. Anyway. Uh, number six, uh, releasing July 31st, Morbius. I want to see that big time. I'm... I Jared I love, Leto is a national treasure. <laughs> I love the Spider-Man franchise. I like the character of Morbius. I'm just not a huge Jared Leto fan. So we'll see how it goes. What is The your movie problem? looks cool, though. The trailer looks cool. I think it looks really neat. I think um, this is about the only thing Jared Leto can play is something dead. Yeah. And, and Venom was at least interesting. I'll say that much about it. Uh, you still haven't seen it because you're a terrible yeah. um, comic book person. Yep. Um, I'm probably... I'm probably more interested to see Morbius. Than you Just, are Venom 2? No, I'm, I want to see Venom 2. I okay. want to see where they're going to go with this Venom stuff. Because Venom 1 is so So different. what do you mean you're it's more so interested different. to see Morbius than what? Um, I'm more ex- interested to see Morbius than I was the first Venom. Oh, I got you. I agree with that. And I, I don't know why, because I like Venom as a character much more. I've always loved Venom as a character. Uh, I've always liked Morbius too. But I never really thought it anything that I would need. I just, I think it's looked, I like anti-heroes and they're both anti Venom, Morbius, they're all anti-heroes. Yeah, I I had no stake whatsoever in Morbius at all. I I've never been Venom, a huge uh, Spider-Man. I, I shouldn't say I haven't been a huge Spider-Man fan. I haven't been a huge Spider-Man reader. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not as familiar with the uh, villains. Morbius was one of them I'm not as familiar with. But like digging in a little bit to him and seeing like what he's about because of this movie, I'm intrigued. I just I think hope Jared Leto doesn't fucking suck again. Again, I always say it because I 100% think this way. Do not believe everything you see in a trailer because they they fool you. And they do it on purpose. Uh, but in this trailer, they show his face after he's changed. And it looks pretty damn good to me. He needs to make another movie that's good after um, Dallas Buyers Club. Because that's really the only thing I've seen him in that I thought he was good in. Yeah. we t- Every single time we talk about Jared Leto, the only movie we have ever talked about is either Suicide Squad or Dallas Buyers Club. Because every time you always say, what else was he in? And I say Fight Club and Dallas Buyers Club. Those Fight are the Club, only two he's movies. like a, not really in, though. But apparently. he's in it. It's like his first movie credit. Um, he has a speaking role. He's got a band. He's in a band. Yeah, what is it? 30 Seconds to Mars? Something stupid. 30 Seconds to Mars. I think it's going to go down as, I mean, close to Led Zeppelin quality. Okay. Music. Um, number five, <laughs> releasing October 2nd, 2020, is Venom 2. Yeah. They, I'm excited about this because uh, for some weird reason, you haven't seen the first Venom. I, I know. there It is weird. It's I feel like I should. The weirdest conglomeration of a movie that is comedy mixed with action mixed with generic cgi battle mixed with weird performance from tom holland and it's just a crazy wait tom holland's in it not tom holland uh tom hardy oh you threw me for a loop there i I bet you tom holland will be in venom too probably um it's such an odd movie that and it's rated R, and it's just weird that it got made, and then it made $800 million. Um, it's like one of the most successful R-rated. It made R that rated, much movie? Uh, yeah. For money? One of the most successful R-rated movies of all time. Wow. Crazy. 
Do you know what is the most successful R-rated movie? It's got to be Joker. It is. Yeah. I just wanted to bring it up again. <laughs> Venom is better than Joker, I'll tell you that. That's not true. Um, number four, November 6th, will be The Eternals. I'm definitely looking forward to yes. this one. 100% going to see The Eternals. Uh, it has grabbed my attention from the beginning. Yeah, it's got uh, Kamel Nanjiani. Angelina Who is Jolie. ripped. He has got a six-pack. Angelina Jolie, Kit Harington. Have you seen his jawline? Yeah, it's exceptional. Goodness. Exceptional. He is jacked. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Number three on their list is Birds of Prey, which is already out. Um, haven't seen it yet. Been doing good things. I don't say I, I don't think I'm more. It hasn't been doing good things financially. No, it didn't make much money, but uh, critically, because I think everybody was in the same boat where they were like, I don't want to see this at all, and are like you and I. Where now it's start it's been doing well critic wise and and other user score wise you know viewer score wise right it's been doing well in that category but it still isn't pulling people to the box office to see the movie no um, I think it's some part of me it thinks it's probably just timing issue too I don't know probably if February is when people really go to the movies I just really think nobody wanted this movie nobody wanted it and it, it's good but it's not. <clears throat> The name, the actresses, like the everything about it isn't pulling people to the movies to go see it. If you Everybody's made a movie, going to wait for it to come out on Listen, streaming. if you made a movie called Harley Quinn uh, with Ewan McGregor playing the bad guy, do you think it would have been a different story? Yes, I do. So it's more an issue of marketing. They marketed it terrible. Apparently, Margot Robbie is phenomenal in it. And then they changed the name of it. Yeah. In the middle of its, I don't think box that's office. necessarily what's hurting it. I think maybe. But why just, do you even do it? I just don't think people are clamoring for the character quite the way they think. Yeah. Um, but if you want to have a Harley Quinn movie, have a Harley Quinn movie. Don't label it Birds of Prey. Well, I think they're trying to they're trying to start a franchise, and but at the same time, piggyback off the success of a known. Quantity. I get it, and but just call it Harley Quinn. You can have the Birds of Prey still in it, and then the next movie call it Birds of Prey. I don't think the Birds of Prey is ever going to happen again. So right, I agree with you, and that's why I think it's or Harley Quinn. <laughs> I think it's all done now. You think? No, I think Harley Quinn will be in another movie. Maybe I think she's actually signed a contract for another movie. Okay, well I'd be well interested. Suicide Squad two. She's in it. Oh, she is. She's in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, with James Gunn because uh, James Gunn or she had a uh, an interview talking about her character in Suicide Squad two that James Gunn has written is different than the other. It's the same character. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it's the same character, but it's just written differently, and she acts it a little differently, and she says it's like a progression of the character throughout these movies. Hmm. Um, it's not. That's not technically the way it's. It is, but she's acting it as that way. She's an actor. She is an actor, and she's a thespian. She definitely takes herself very seriously. Does she? I, I mean, so. do you know her personally? Yeah, I actually grew up with her. You saw her last Saturday in, in Australia? Yeah. You an Aussie? Yeah. Huh? I is, is she Australian? You on Walkabout? Yes. Is she related to Huge Jackman? No. She's related to Steve Irwin. <laughs> 
Okay. She could wrestle a crocodile. What about Crocodile Dundee? No, Paul Hogan. No. That's not a no. knife. This hey, you is got a, a knife. You got a Foster's over there? The Foster's, Australian for beer. I do. It's it's the size <laughs> of a tangerine. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. You can't go Michael Caine on me. Michael Caine? Isn't that what you were doing? No, the the size of a tangerine. That's how you do an Australian accent. The it size is? of a tangerine. The size size of a tangerine. Yeah. Mm. Or you just say that's not a knife. This is a knife. This is a knife. I got a knife. <laughs> um, now we're down to two and one of the most anticipated comic book movies of 2020, and I will say, whoa, that's a knife. That's a knife. <laughs> And I will say I agree with both of these two there. My, my, you know what? I'm kind of jazzed about Venom 2 now. I really am too because of uh, what I've seen with Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Going to be Carnage. Uh, they've shown some. I'll uh, say uh, these, these two it. are my two. Um, I'm going to flip flop the order, but th- they have it as number two Black Widow, which I think would be my most anticipated. Oh, yeah. Black, Black Widow. Widow looks amazing. It looks really good. Straight yeah. out of the gate. This looks amazing. The action, the martial arts, the I'm acting. S- I'm looks so amazing. bought in. The colors, the backgrounds, the look of it, the feel of it. I agree. I, I, I'm all in. I'm for this so movie. bought in for David Harbour. I think he's an amazing actor. I'm so bought in for Scarlett Johansson. I agree. She looks amazing in this. But I like David Harbour. I think he's a great actor. Yeah, he's, he's done great. phenomenal things in Stranger he, Things. He was so good in Hellboy. That movie was amazing. I mean, he is good in Hellboy. I, don't know, I never saw. It. I, I was kidding. gonna. I was waiting to see like if you had actually seen it. No, um, he is good in Hellboy. He is a good Hellboy character. He does that very, very well. The movie itself, lacking. Bomb.com. Yeah, um, but I like I like him as an actor. I like him as a person. I think he's great. Him and I are on the same level. I yeah. saw him Saturday night. He's like 6'5". Five. You're like 5'5". Five, five. Yeah, he's got plenty of room in his pocket for me to live. You know what I'm saying? He's a big dude. No, no I'm saying. He's a big dude. I think he's a good guy. He's probably three bills, that guy. Probably, yeah. No, I don't think probably. so. He's probably like 240. No way. He's, he's over 260, I bet you. I don't know. You think he weighs more than me? Yes. He's bigger than you. How tall is he? About seven nine. Seven nine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. That's their number two is Black Widow. I'm going to tell you right now. That's my number one, uh, without a doubt. That's my most anticipated comic book movie of the year. Okay. Their number one, which is probably my number two, is Wonder Woman 1984. I agree with you. I agree with you on both of those rankings. I I wasn't a huge fan of Wonder Woman the first one. I was. I liked it. I'm not a huge fan of it though. I never saw it in theaters. Maybe that's probably the problem. But this trailer for this movie with this soundtrack, with this visuals, really yeah. is something that interests me. It's called On Point, yeah. bro. Yeah. It's On Point. If there's not Duran Duran playing sometime in oh, this movie. Hungry Like a Wolf coming at you. Guaranteed. Uh, yeah. Hungry Like a Wolf. So here's what's got me a little nervous, though, is that they released... Uh, uh, a picture of the final form of uh, cheetah, cheetah, cheetah. Yeah, looks dumb. It did look real dumb. Okay, but it just looks like a graphic image of like a mock-up drawing. Okay, 
people are claiming it is what is in the movie. I really, really doubt their CGI is going to be like that. But it just Dude, it that always puts something be all in your CGI. It just puts something in your mind that it may be a negative. It may be poorly done. Hopefully, that's not the case. I doubt it. I just I think they would throw enough money at this movie to make the main <laughs> villain be somewhat listen represented. I can guarantee. I can guarantee. I guarantee. Okay, what? That it's gonna look good. Yeah, I think so too. Because that's all they got. And Kristen Wiig, yeah, exactly. It's literally all they got. And I think I really do think Kristen Wiig will be a really good choice for that. I mean, we'll role. see. I don't know. I think so. She, I've seen her tackle uh, serious roles. Great. I've seen her tackle comedy. Obviously, great. Yeah. She's pretty versatile for shizzle. Um, I find I feel like she's gonna be like a. I hope it's not overdone. Like a Michelle Pfeiffer-ish Catwoman from uh, Batman Returns. I love that. That's going to be her portrayal of that character. You think so? Kind of like humorous. I mean, she's not as good looking as Michelle Pfeiffer. She's back a in like nineteen ninety one. Plain Jane, yeah. But uh, I mean, just how she played that with like a lot of over the top spectacle, but also like humor and, but at the beginning she was understated. Yeah. That's how she's going to play that character. I agree with you. You're right. It's very, very similar to each other from what they've portrayed it as so far. So yep. anyway, those are the top all eight 2020 comic book movies. Honestly, I'm in for all of them except for bloodshot. Uh, yeah, I don't and, know uh, Bloodshot. I and, guarantee I won't see it, though. And New Mutants, I'm not... I don't think I'll see it in I'm theaters. Not in for that one, really. And either. I don't know why. I just... I never have seen anything to make me want to see that movie. I'm not a huge fan of that girl from... Uh, uh, Dakota Game Fanning. Of, Game of Thrones. Are you f- kidding me? I think she's fine. Maisie she, Williams? Yeah, she doesn't sell a movie is it for Maisie me. Maisie Williams? Yes, it is. She's great, dude. She's she is. Have I you did. ever heard her speak like yes. in an interview? Yes. She's so cool. I agree with you. I'm just saying she doesn't sell a movie for me though. I don't think she's meant to sell the movie. She's the, she's like the main. She's the lead of the movie. I think the X-Men name is going to sell the movie. No, it just says New Mutants. You think Jennifer Lawrence sold the X-Men franchise when she was the lead in that series? No, not she's at all. a way bigger star. Not at the time. X Men carried at the time she wasn't when it first Bullshit. came out. Not at the time when that first Hunger came Games out. was already out, man. Was it? Yes. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. So you I got s- three huge stars in that X Men franchise. You got Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. You got James McAvoy, not as big of a star as Jennifer Lawrence, obviously. And you got uh, Michael Fassbender, probably equal. equal. Yeah. All right, and neither one of those three carried. That franchise, the X Men name carried that franchise to where Oblivion to a great a it series of great movies. I agree, they're Days great. Of Future Pass. People don't think that way though. They're, it's not That's like not true. They're not on par with any of the people other. People don't think that way about Apocalypse, and people don't think that way about the uh, last one, the Phoenix one. None of them are on par with like the rest of the Avenger movies or Marvel movies. We didn't rank them in that way. I don't know that I would. I mean, I don't. People wouldn't will not rank those the same way that they rank the rest of the Marvel movies well, because all, those they're not on par with them. First class, they're not as good. And Days of Future Past are cle- are uh, better than a lot of the other Marvel movies. Um, yes, they're very yes. good movies. 
X2 and X1 back from the 2000s are very good movies. I agree. X-Men 2 might be the best comic book movie ever made. X-Men 2? Besides, you know, not including Infinity War or Endgame or a bunch of the Captain America movies <laughs> right. or well, any of the Iron Man movies or a lot of those movies. Yeah, Dark but if Knight, you take all of those out... Dark Knight's probably the greatest comic book movie bullshit. ever made. Bullshit. I wouldn't even put it in my top 10. It's because you're a DCist. You hate DC. Everything about it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, X2 is really good. That's the one uh, with the beginning sequence of Nightcrawler going through the White House. Um, yes. A lot of Magneto stuff. That is pretty cool. Happening. It's a great movie. You wouldn't put Dark Knight in your top yeah. 10 of comic book movies? You're ridiculous. Uh, best comic book movies of all time? Yes. I don't know. We'll have to do it. We've never done that top 10. No, we haven't. And you're, you're being ridiculous right now. You would absolutely put it in there. Anybody that's ever ranked a movie has has it in their top. I'd probably put it in my bottom 20. I know you would, just on purpose. Yeah, it would be, me. It would be there with Tank Girl. <laughs> in the Army Now? Yeah. <laughs> Tank that's not Girl. a comic movie. I know, but it's the same genre. And she was in a lot of the, Pauly Shore movies, um, along with Free Willy. She wasn't Free Willy. All right, so uh, we've given you the good, we've given you the bad, we've given you the ugly. We haven't really, but no. I got another article we can talk about. Yes. 10 movies no one realizes are based on comics. 10 movies nobody realizes are based on comics. Okay. And I'm going to okay. I'm going to let you try and guess these movies. All right. So you're going to just give me a rundown of, yeah, of what they're about? Okay. Number 10 is a movie starring Black Widow herself, Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, is it Black Widow as a character in it? No, no, no. Starring Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Uh, it was made about nine years before she debuted as uh, Black Widow. Probably Goodness. in the early 2000s. Um, actually, a really good movie about two girls um, becoming obsessed with a lonely middle-aged man named Seymour. A lonely middle-aged man named Seymour. It was like one of her biggest, it was like her big break, Scarlett Johansson. It was nominated for an Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay. You're never going to get it, are you? No. Ghost World. I don't even know if I've heard of it. You've never heard of Ghost World? No. Uh, well, I actually did read the comic after the movie. I liked the movie a lot. It came out when I was in college, I believe. Um, good movie, good comic. Good stuff. You you know the comic? Uh, after the movie. Oh, okay. I went back and read it, yeah. Um, I was not aware of this. Uh, that's the point of the list, Jerry. Ten movies no one realizes are based on comics. You don't even know the movie. I didn't. All right, number nine is a comic book movie made in 2003. It made the same year as X-Men 2, Hulk, and Daredevil. Um, it was starring Chow Yun-Fat. Chow Yun-Fat. Remember, he was big for a while. I don't even know if I know him. Oh, my God. Can't. I mean, Chow I can't Young, deal with I, people that don't know anything. I don't know him. He was like a big karate, like a jet, like Jet Li before Jet Li. Okay. Like Jackie Chan. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Um, Sean William Scott was in it. Sean William Scott, huh? It's based on a comic by the same name. It was a. It was a. What do you call it? A Kung fight, Fu movie. A Kung Fu movie. I don't know. Bulletproof Monk. Oh, okay. I do know that movie. Okay. 
Well, it was based on a comic, Jerry. Sean William Scott was in that movie? Yes, he was. Um, wow. Here is a movie based on the comic The Coldest City, um, starring... Um, uh, well, it has some relation to John Wick. I'm not sure how. Directed by... Uh, I don't, you're never going to get this. Atomic Blonde. <laughs> Atomic Blonde, number eight. I needed to see. I wanted to see that. I know movie. it just it's pretty new too. I yeah, it just came it, out though. last year, wasn't it, or two years ago maybe? Yeah. No, it was last year because we talked about. He made it show. right before Dare, Deadpool two. Uh, Leech is his name. Um, Charlie's Theron is it? And James yes. McAvoy. It looked. It looks good. It does look good. It's a really good like made a hundred million dollars off a thirty million dollar budget. So wow, obviously pretty did pretty good. Number seven, um, this one you should get. Um, it was starring Daniel Craig himself, Mr. James Bond, mm-hmm. and Harrison Ford, directed by John Favreau. It has all the recipes for success, Jerry. I should get this, but it was a huge failure. Bust. It's got Daniel Craig. This and was who? after Iron Man. John Favreau, one of them is after Iron Man, um, with James Bond and Indiana Jones. Come on. James Bond and Harrison Ford. And it was set in the Old West. Oh, the cowboy. Cowboys and aliens. Yeah, yes. Cowboys and aliens. Yes, yes. You went and saw that. I'm sure I did, yeah. I remember you talking about it. You're like, yeah, I went and saw that. It's the best movie ever made. I'd put it in my top 10 of all time above Dark Knight. Yep. That's the way I was like, well, that's stupid. $168 million budget made $174 million worldwide. Really? Yep. 174? Yep. Huh. Um, That's sad. It's definitely meant That's to be a sad. franchise. And it failed oh, miserably. Yeah. Um, number six. What's your take on that? What Did you do you remember it seeing it? Or? Yeah, I remember it. I mean, I don't remember the specifics Isn't of it. Isn't that freaking wild but it that just Daniel wasn't... Craig and Harrison Ford signed on for a movie like that? maybe. Is Olivia Wilde in it, too? I, I can't tell. I'm looking at the picture. Is a that is wild to me. You know what movie I just watched recently? I should put in my what I've been watching. Never mind. Go ahead. Here's the thing about that kind of stuff, though, is that be the person that they hand you a script and you read it. Like Star Wars read like a fairy tale, you know, like Star Wars read crazy. All these movies, any Marvel movie that you read, comic books you read, you read these scripts and it sounds insane. Well, but this was a pretty popular comic. I think it was a pretty big then, comic at the time. Was it? Yeah. I, I didn't. I, mean, I don't know anything about it. But so you get the script. I mean, but do you think Daniel Craig and Harrison Ford have read the comic Cowboys and Aliens? No. Exactly. No, so they get the some script. executives said, hey, this is a $200 million movie. Yes. Or $170 million movie. That's a huge budget And they're movie. like, okay, I guess we'll do it. That's a big budget blockbuster movie. What's the deal with $200 million movie? <laughs> What's the deal with Cowboys and Aliens? <laughs> Uh, number six, you definitely will get. It's a little movie starring Will Smith. Men in Black. Here come the, the men, men in black. black. Galaxy, Galaxy Defenders. Defenders. <laughs> Here come the men in black. Won't let you remember. Okay. Yes, Men in Black. Uh, That's a good. I like Men in Black. I used to watch it all the time. Great as a movie. Kid. I don't think it was a huge comic either. Men in Black Two. I used to watch all the time. Men in Black Seven was not a huge hit. It just said the oh, oh there was a yeah. It wasn't a huge comic hit. Um, it was liked, but it was kind of a cult comic. Um, 
until they made the movie, and then it blew up. It and then out. there was a there was a remember there's a cartoon. I do remember the cartoon. cartoon. I used to watch Not that. Bad. Came out in like ninety seven, six or seven. Yeah, uh, ninety seven, yeah. And I remember watching it all the time. I was ten. Yeah, animated series, video games, ride at Universal Studios, uh, Men in Black great. International, the newest one with uh, Thor and Valkyrie. I didn't watch that. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. I want to see it, but it didn't do well. Tommy Lee Jones, man. You can't go anywhere without Tommy Lee Jones in Men in Black. Well, the second one. He is the mainstay. At uh, Josh Brolin. But I thought Tommy Lee Jones was in that, too. He was, you're right. Yeah, he was like, his memory had been erased. Yes. Yeah, He's been in all of Josh them. Josh Brolin was a young Tommy Lee Jones. Correct. And they look very similar, they so do. it worked out pretty well. That Third. was not a bad movie, that second one. I love them. I, I like them. Yeah. Uh, number five. I'm not even going to try with this one. Diary of a Teenage Girl. Don't know. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Um, it was Kristen Wiig's first comic book. Movie? First comic book movie. I know that movie. Oh, yeah. She's in the movie. Yes. I've heard of this. I remember it. I'm recalling... Images in my brain. <laughs> anyway, um, I am number alive. four. <laughs> what? <laughs> These are really getting out there. Faust, Love of the Damned. What Based are you on reading me? Tim Vigil and David Quinn's X-rated superhero horror comic. Yep, uh, that's tells what the I'd tale read. of John Jasper's, a heartbroken man who sells his soul to a man known only as M, so he can get revenge on a mobster who killed his girlfriend. All right, so there's that. Great. Number three. Uh, we're just going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, it's called Hardware. Did you not like vet this? No, skip that. Number two is a movie that was star-studded cast, including um, Bruce Willis, Morgan Freeman, John Malkovich, Helen Mirren. Do you remember this movie? John Malkovich, Helen Mirren. Retired Black Ops CIA agents. It was a really popular comic book and a pretty Give big hint. box hint. office hit. I just gave you all the hints. Well, you gave me the people that are in it. That doesn't mean I... Uh, it was that. a Warren Ellis comic. Um, Trees. No, it's red. Red. Yeah, red. Yes, I saw that movie. It's very good. Yeah. Number one is also an extremely good movie and extremely good comic um, starring Viggo Mortensen, where he plays a Russian... Like mobster. Oh, uh, yes, I know this. I know this. Uh, come on, come on. Golly. I, History of violence. That's not what I was thinking of. History, History of, violence. of violence. I love that movie. It is very good. Is it? Is that the one I was thinking of? History of violence. I've seen that. Um, History of violence. But there's another one that he was in. That he's like a Russian mobster. Really. Oh, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, the one where he's got the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, that's not oh. the best thing to go. Yeah, I he's, look he's, uh, he's also in The Road, and that's a very good uh, movie. He's in the, he's the Rohan, the Riders of Rohan. Stop it. Aramor, Boromir, Faramir. Aragorn? Airhorn? Airhorn? Something? Uh, Aceliador? History of Violence is a very good movie. 
Yeah, I liked it. I really enjoy it. But there is another movie. That scene where they get in the fight in the Russian baths when they're all naked. You know what it is? It's a crazy scene. Eastern Promises. Oh, wait. Is that the one where they get in the fight in the Russian baths yes. naked? Yeah, that's Eastern Promises. That's what I'm thinking of. He's not. He's History of Violence. <laughs> he's, he's not, not a, a Russian, Russian mobster, mobster at all. That's why you got me confused. Yeah. He is a Russian mobster in Eastern, Eastern Promises. Eastern Promises. That's yes. a good movie. That it, movie rocks. It's phenomenal. Right? History of Violence. Wow, I is really f- fucked that up. Didn't y- I? Bad, because History of Violence is a very good movie though too. But he's a, an American husband. Yes, and him and his wife aren't agreeing on the way things need to go, and he's trying to protect the family, and people are attacking because of his secret life. Man, that's good. Yeah, he is the owner of a small time diner who's thrust in the spotlight after confronting two robbers in self defense. Yes. Thus changing his life forever. And then they just continue to attack the house. He's trying to save people, but then I'm not going to give the movie away. People are attacking his house. Why? They come after him. Why do they come after him? Because it's like the mob. Oh, see, the mob was... The mob... It was... uh, It was in Millbrook, Indiana. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The movie was set in Millbrook? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. The mob is based out of Millbrook. Scarred gangster. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Who alleges that Tom is actually a Philadelphia gangster yes. named Joey Cusack and he had dealings with the Irish mob. Hey, yo, Joey. Because he is, right? He's yes. in witness protection or yes. something. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if he's in witness you're getting protection. It. Uh, right. Now you're getting it. That's what his history of violence is about. Bingo. <laughs> you got it now. All right. Good job. But also watch Eastern Promises because that's a good That's movie the one I like. Yeah. Um, a one pagoda, Nathan Klein. Abe pagoda? I said A1 oh. pagoda. Uh, told me to watch that movie, sent it to me in the mail. Uh, and I watched it. It was very good. I enjoyed it. And the, oh, that was, uh, he also had me watch uh, The Postman. That Kevin Costner movie? Oh, it's one of my favorite movies of I all time. I know. It's very good. And it's so much better than The Dark Knight. The only reason I've ever watched it is because of Mr. Pagoda. Everybody hated The Postman, but I love it. It's good. It, it got yeah, terrible it was a, reviews. It's a huge bomb. It was a big time bomb. I love any movie that's post-apocalyptic. I love any movie with Cross Kevin Costner. Any movie? Any of them. Bull Durham? Love it. Huh. Bull, tin Cup? Tin Cup? Love it. Oh, my God. We, sh- we Dances should have- with Wolves? Love it. Can we do top 10? Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? I think we Love already it. once before said we were going to do top 10 Kevin Costner. I think we have. have and then the... Uh, JFK? JFK. Love that it. That is such a good movie, JFK. And he's also in another one. The uh, Bodyguard? 13... Waterworld? 13 Hours. Field of Dreams? Isn't it 13 Hours? Uh, Wyatt Earp? Yeah, White Herb. The Highwayman. Love it. That's one of the choices I've made that I like better than Tombstone, and I got stoned outside of this. Like, stoned as in people throw rocks at <sighs> Do you remember me? Silverado? He was in that. Draft Day? That was pretty good. Draft Day was uh, really good, actually. Yep. Uh, Mr. Brooks? That's a great movie. For Love of the Game? I'm telling you, this dude can act, this bro. Man of Steel. Let's not forget about that. Yeah, he's the dad. He is, yeah. Um, 
3,000 miles reason, to Graceland? That for some reason tells his Superman son not to save him, which he could have done in literally yeah, he quicker than... Yeah, dog, dude. He could have saved him quicker than like a, the speed of light, but he doesn't do it because his dad does this. Holds his hand up. Yeah, to mm-hmm. save the dog, right? Stop it. It's so dumb. Um, like nobody cares about their dog that much. No. Nobody. To, to, to sacrifice your father in a tornado? Or your he, the father was sacrificing his own life for the dog. Come on. So dumb. <sighs> 3,000 miles to Graceland. I could give that one up, but. Um, why? That's a great movie. That's all right. Night Shift? I don't know that one. I mean, there's so many. There's so many more. He's been in so many movies. Yeah, he's got the chops, dude. Yeah, I would say my favorite Kevin Costner movie has to be based on this list I'm looking at. Don't forget about the Untouchables. He's in too. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say. Um, this is so tough. I mean, I love Dances with Wolves. It's just so long and hard to it's rewatch. So but like, it's. When you watch it, you're like, it's really good. It is. But JFK is really good. That might be my favorite. JFK or, you think is your favorite. Or Postman is Postman good. Is or Waterworld I like a lot. Oh, what am I talking about? Scrap it all. No, my favorite's Tin Cup. Or Bull Durham. I know. Bull Durham's phenomenal. It, okay, my favorite is Bull Durham. Yeah, that's probably what I would go with is Bull Durham. And then, then Tin Cup. Then Dances with Wolves, then Robin Hood because I really love that movie. Yeah. Waterworld, JFK, The Guardian, of course. That's a pretty decent movie. It's good. I mean, it's not. I watched I was joking, it. but yeah. No, I think it's, it's not fine. Bad. I thought it was fine. It's all right. <laughs> it's okay. okay. It's all right. It's, it's okay. All right. Give me a break, man. It's all right. Uh, what was your next one? Uh, my next what? Oh, that was number one? Number one. Were we on number one of that bad list that you were doing? Yeah, I think we're way past that, man. Oh, all right. We're way past that. Speaking of uh, what we are watching, though, based on that list, there is a movie that I watched lately that I was pleasantly surprised by. Okay, what is it? Uh, Tron Legacy. The second one. Never saw it before. I haven't either. Um, and it was on Disney Plus, and Cash was like really into Tron because they're making that roller coaster in, in Disney World. Yes. And he doesn't know anything about Tron. I mean, I remember Tron from when Does I was a anyone? kid, but I didn't really remember anything about it. I don't know anything. And about then it. I thought it was really odd that they were going to make a Tron roller coaster that, about a movie that nobody really cares about anymore. Yeah. But they are. And. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to... Isn't Jeff Bridges in both of those? Yeah, he's like the main character. And and okay. he and he was in the original, and he's in the remake. I didn't know that. And it's a sequel. It's not a remake. It's a sequel to the original. Tron and then Tron Legacy. Right. Uh, but, I mean, Tron was like in the early 80s. No, like, they... Tron Legacy was in 2010. Oh, that's the first one they've made. I thought they made two That's new the, ones. No, no, that's it. Oh, um, I don't think it did well. That's why they didn't make more. Okay. Anyway, um, I, it was really good, and like Jeff Bridges is great, of course. The thing that's comical about it is like I didn't realize that that's probably like the first time they ever did de aging. 
like digital de-aging. Oh, they did? To de-age Jeff Bridges. I didn't realize they did that in, in this movies. movie. It, it is horrendous. Oh, no. And this is in 2010. So what's the first time they did that? Would that be Iron Man? Um, not the first Iron Man. Maybe the second Iron Man? Yeah. Because they de-aged him to be in that hologram with his dad. Remember? That wasn't the second one, was it? Maybe the third even. It wasn't the first one. Yeah, I think it's the it's the third one. Okay. Because it's the one where the whole his whole house collapse collapses okay. and stuff. Yeah. Well, it, it. I mean, if you can look past it, which it's hard to, it's really bad. The third one, the, the Iron Man three, when they did it, I think was good. Oh, it looked perfect. But they must have gotten it right. It's not good in Tron Legacy. Wow. But um, overall, but it doesn't take away from the no, movie. It really? doesn't. It's a good movie. Um. Yeah, Olivia Wilde's in it. I like her a lot. She's really good in it. Um, yeah, you do. It was good. I enjoyed it. I, actually, I liked it a lot. Daft Punk did the musical score. So what is the... It's it, a great soundtrack. You know, actually, he's done quite a few um, scores like for movies. He's getting more into that. Oh, really? Yeah. It, and it's um, So what is the basis of Tron? I don't even know the basis of Tron. I've never gotten into it. I don't care about it. So Tron's like a video game, like back in the early 80s. Now you're talking about the 80s. Like the first Tron movie? Yes. Tron was like a video game. It's kind of like Snake. So you get, so you play the video game? Yeah, you played it. But Th- they made an interface so you could go into the game. Okay. And like in a virtual reality world. But if you like died in the game, you died in real life. Oh my gosh. And the like, stakes are so like, high. Uh, Jeff Bridges was like the developer of this technology in the game and everything. And like it wasn't, it wasn't on purpose. Like they accidentally got in the game somehow. Like Jumanji, and it's like kind of like Snake, but like if the I, the goal is for the one person to cut the other person off, and, and you they run slam into, their, into line. their path, and it, you explode. Oh yeah. Um, so it's constant racing. Yeah, basically. And the the idea of the second one is um, his kid, Jeff Bridges' kid, basically. Was born in the game. Oh, oh! Um, his dad disappears when he's a little kid, like because he just disappears. And his dad now owns this huge t- tech company. He created Tron, and now he owns like Google. Wow! He's like the CEO of Google, but he's like trying to free the people from the internet. He wants like free, free technology, the- free internet. Oh, I got free you. everything. Anyway, and he's getting opposed by the evil board of directors. Blah blah. Anyway, one day he disappears. And this kid grows up. It's like 20 years later. His kid's an adult now. Doesn't know where he is. And his kid technically is the heir to his business, but he doesn't want anything to do with the business, but technically he's a billionaire or whatever. And uh, he finds out that his dad has been in the game for the last 20 years. Like he got sucked in. He can't get out. And he has this whole world that he's built inside this computer. Um, it's, a, it's a good movie. I liked it a lot. Wow. So do they... It grossed $400 million, but apparently that wasn't good enough for Disney. So... 400 million it made yeah it was a huge box office success it says right here nominated for an oscar see i thought they made two it lost uh to inception what uh oh that's such a good for best film editing not for like best picture um who's the other main character in that who's the son Um, uh garrett headland oh garrett i know him yeah you'd know him if you saw him no? No. He was in Troy. He was in, I don't know, he's in some stuff. But no. He was in Country Strong. 
you know. I'm country strong. I've seen that movie. Um, I'm sure you have. I guarantee that's not surprising to me at all that you have seen country strong. I have. I have seen it. It's very good. Remember that George Strait movie? I'd put it on like my back top ten above Dark Knight. You ever see that George Strait movie where he's Dusty? His name is Dusty. Check uh, yes or no. No, pure country. Pure country. Yes, I have seen that. That movie is great. It is. It's like on par with eight seconds. I love pure. No, it's way better than eight seconds. Are you crazy? That was uh, George Strait's first movie. Is it his only movie? It grossed $15 million on a $10 million budget. There was also pure country two and pure country, pure heart. So pure country three. Um, I don't know, but that's a great movie. <laughs> Pure Country. I, I highly recommend you watch that. Anyway, um, do we want to get on to our Netflix and chill segment? Yes. Netflix and chill, chill, chill. So this chill. is actually, so what is this? The top 10 date movies? Best? This is not our top 10. No, no, no. But it's the top, it's an article that has the top 10, 10 good best. movies on Netflix to watch on date night. Okay. We can't, we're not titling this episode is our top 10 it's not one of our top 10s it's not our top 10 at all we're just going to read it to you and i'm going to criticize all of them yeah uh this is on cinemablend.com oh my gosh you should have told me that to begin with number one number 10 pure country no one is (laughs) that'd be pretty funny eight seconds that was a good joke chris you finally had something that was funny Uh (laughs) uh-huh uh-huh number 10 um is actually um, probably my favorite movie of all time, or one of my favorite movies of all time. You have so many of them. For real, though. For you have, reals. You have so many movies that are your favorite of all time. This is in my top three movies of all time. Okay. It is Chasing Amy. Really? Yeah. They have that as number 10? They have that as number 10. I'm so proud of that. Yeah. That's that's good. That's good. That yeah. makes me happy. That's why I said it. Like this we joked like the, around about this list. And I'm like, actually, no, yeah, this is there's a, some good stuff on this, this list. This is a legitimate list. And it is a great that's a great date night mo- show. I don't know if I would honestly bring a date to watch that <laughs> show, to I be honest either. with you. I thought that was a little odd. I honest. don't think I would get a new like a new date or a even, nude date? Yeah. I wouldn't get a nude date or a new date you or s- an old date. You probably to watch that certainly show. wouldn't be getting nude. After a date, after this movie, chasing Amy. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Although it is kind of a romantic comedy, it is. But the dialogue will turn some people off, I believe. Oh come on, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good movie. It's easy to. I watch. love it. Yeah. I love it. It's just heavy dialogue that Kevin Smith does, and I think that could be detrimental to what you're going for in a date night movie. Okay. Well, um, agree to disagree. Number nine. I haven't seen this one. Okay. But I want to see this one a lot. Please be the one I'm thinking. It's a new movie. It's a Netflix movie, actually. Always be my maybe. Oh, I haven't seen it either, but it does look good. Yeah, I like uh, the guy who's on uh, Fresh Off the Boat. Yes. Marcus Kim. I've went, uh, I've watched the trailer for it on Netflix about 16 times. Like, hmm, I should watch this. The only problem I have is I don't. Uh, oh, well, that's not his name. That's the character's name is Marcus Kim. I don't know what the guy's name is. The only problem I have with this... Oh, Randall Park. That's his name. 
He's kind of hot right now. He's in a lot of stuff. He's been in Marvel Universe. He plays a Was shield he? agent in Oh yes. One of, uh yeah. in Captain Marvel, maybe? Yes. Anyway. Um I don't like Ali Wong at all. Why? She's the female lead in this. I don't think she's funny. I try to watch her stand up. I just really dislike Oh, I've never tried to watch her stand up at all. I really I don't dislike really know her stand up. About her. Um She's just a very brash comedian. Like I like very, brash comedians. Very brash. Kind of like a Sarah Silverman-esque, but without the uh, ridiculousness. Oh, okay. She's kind of like a, a gross-out comic. Really? Kind of in a way, yeah. I just don't like it. Like I, a, don't, I don't like it. I don't like her style of comedy. Is she kind of like a Bill Burr for a woman? No, Bill Burr's not gross-out comic. Not He's just gross. more like an insult comic. Well, not insult, but like a non-politically correct com- comic. Yes. She's like a gross-out comic, kind of. Like, gr- she says gross things. Like, she's doing it to be gross. Yeah, I think so. I don't even know. I don't even know what that is. Like, is it, like, weird sex jokes? Um, or, like, gross? Like, I poop? Like, I've got poop, and that's gross? <laughs> yeah, that's what she... She smears poop on the audience's faces. That's gross. During her show. That is gross. Yeah. That's the epitome of gross. In a sexual act. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. That's joking. Sick. I don't know. I want to see the movie though. I think it looks good. I do too. And I really like uh, Randall Park. So number eight, Jerry, um, is a little movie starring. Uh, this is weird, but uh, starring. Uh, I, I definitely wouldn't take a date to this, but Joseph oh. Gordon-Levitt and yeah. Seth Rogen. Fifty-fifty. Yeah, that's a date movie. I guess. I never watched that either, but apparently it's very good. Oh, I've seen it. It's a great movie, but I, it's not really a... A date movie? I mean, it's funny and offbeat, and... Because isn't the the premise of this is where Joseph, Gord- Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character has cancer, right? Yeah, brain tumor. And then they shave his head, and they get to be really good buddy buddies. They're like best friends, and... Yeah, it's a good movie. It's heartfelt. Seth Rogen saves his Anna life Kendrick's from a hor- horrific car accident. And then Joseph Gordon-Levitt saves him from drowning yeah, because he fell off an iceberg. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's exactly what happens. And it's just not... It's uh, like thrilling. It's not romantic. Well, I guess it's got some romance in it. Do they fall in love? Yeah. Yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Seth Rogen, they fall in love. Wow. Yeah. It's an incredible movie. It's moving. After the iceberg or before the train derailment? Um, no, it's after, way after the train thing. <laughs> it's good. It's after they get on the plane to go to the. I've never seen it. I've just heard that these things are in the yeah. movie. Um, anyway, spinal cancer, not a brain tumor. Oh, oof, that would be bad. Yeah, you need that. You need that spine. I've heard. I don't know. I don't really use mine. I'm basically spineless. You're a jellyfish. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, this is such a freaking weird list, right? That's eight. It is. I number don't seven. That. I don't know. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. What? That's number seven. But see, these are only on Netflix, so I guess it kind of makes sense. <laughs> Sometimes date night is a great opportunity to introduce your significant other to a genre they are previously unfamiliar with, such as perhaps superhero movies. I get it. Oh, so this sure. is a guy writing an article and he's saying, What is a way that I can get my significant other to watch to like Spider-Man. a comic book yeah. movie? 
right? Yeah. This is a good one, though. Like, it's a good entry. Although, I, I feel like most females that I know would be like, I'm not watching I'm not this watching that. cartoon movie. There are way better movies out there than that cartoon movie, yes. But they would be wrong, because it's, it's a really good movie. It, it is a phenomenal movie, and I do think it would be a good watch, and most people do enjoy it. I just don't see that as a date night movie. There yeah. are other movies on Netflix right now, and in the past 10 years, that would be better than that, I think, as a date night movie. Whoever wrote this article is an idiot. I disagree. It's a perfect date night movie. Of course. Numbers, <laughs> number six, I think. I don't, they're not numbered, so I don't know where it's we're at. seven, I believe. Six? Number six. Um, is another really odd choice. Um, her with Joaquin I mean, Phoenix. He does fall in love. Yeah, with this phone. Yeah. Well, with Scarlett Johansson's. First voice. of all, I love this movie. It's good. It's a, such a good movie. Scarlett Johansson, uh, Joaquin Phoenix is a Spike Jones movie, wrote and directed. Joaquin Phoenix can act, man. Yeah. You know what he can act in? Weird movies. Joker. Oh, that one so movie bad. that we both love so bad i love it such a waste of time and have you ever seen the meme of this or the like there's like a video or a gif of this movie from her where he's laying on the pillow he's laying sideways and then they they zoom into his forehead and then they flip the camera upside down and his forehead turns into a face yeah, yeah. because of the way the wrinkles are on his forehead. He it's has amazing. talked about it. He's talked about that. He has? Yeah. I didn't know that. All I've ever seen is that video, and I think it's absolutely amazing that it legitimately turns into a completely separate human face on his forehead while he's laying there. It's yes. awesome. I've seen that. Look it up. It, all, of, all you really have to do is Google... Joaquin Phoenix forehead face. I bet you. So, so <laughs> according to this article, excluding those who watch the Hallmark Channel religiously, many modern audiences have grown tired of the same old typical boy meets girl plot that is still pre- prevalent in many films of the romantic persuasion. I would agree with that. And I do think it's a it's a it is a good what would you call it dichotomy. Between human interaction and people and their phones, yeah, it's like satire. Yes, basically, of how people are legitimately falling in love with their technology. Yeah, it's a great movie. Don't get me wrong; not a good date night movie. No. Do not play this movie for your significant other unless they're like movie nerds. And if they're not, they're going to hate you. Yeah, unless they specifically ask you for this movie, <laughs> do not play it. Like pretty much every movie we've listed so far are basically for cinephiles. Yeah, it really is. So, Except for the Spider-Man Except for Always Be My Maybe. That's like, that actually is the only true good date night one on this. And it was like specifically created for that on Netflix. It's a by-the-numbers romantic (laughs) comedy, I would assume. The other ones are a little bit inside baseball. Yeah. I wouldn't, I don't think they're they're good choices. Number six, though, is, uh, I don't even know what it is. (laughs) I am not an (laughs) easy man. I thought you vetted these uh, I, I articles did. a little bit. Hey, these have been good movies. That's why I wanted to talk about the list. But this uh, one, I don't know. I'm going to skip it. Number five. What What was that one called? I Am Not an Easy Man. I, We're just not even going to talk about it. I don't know that. Yeah. Number five. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. What? I mean, that's a good movie. It's a good movie. It is a classic movie. It's a fun date night movie. 
do you think of that as a date night movie? No, not at all. But I mean, if you're a 1982 child falling in love with a 16 candles type girl. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) John Hughes, man. He's the best. He's very good. But it doesn't... I could see a date night being like a John Hughes movie marathon. Like a date day. I agree. I just don't think it translates to today's day and age. I don't think that translates to Well, it certainly wouldn't be my John Hughes pick. If I had to pick a date night movie from John Hughes, I would probably pick The Breakfast Club or, uh, or 16 Candles. Do you think the hipster generation has reached the point where they're picking John Hughes movies for date night stuff? I think that a date night of a John Hughes movie marathon would be a good choice. I Not do, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, though, yeah. but it could be included in the marathon as one of the best John Hughes movies. I would go with that. I'll go with that point. It's, but I don't. It's think- a little interesting. It's fun. It's kind of retro. Like I could see it working for younger people. Like don't do that with when you're in your 30s. Like you can't. Boom boom. That's pretty good. Yeah. And if you don't pick Uncle Buck as part of that John Hughes marathon, <laughs> you better then you better pick Uncle Buck. That's one of my of favorite here. John Candy movies. Look at the size of the toast. You couldn't even get it through the door. <laughs> Except for uh, my other favorite, my absolute favorite John Candy film is not one that you would think. Delirious. No. It's Who Is Harry Crumb? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Gosh, is that a John Hughes movie? I don't think it's John Hughes. Oh, I just right, think it's right. it's just a John Candy movie, but what? it is one of my favorites. It's so ridiculous. Oh, actually, it's probably not my favorite. It's my second favorite. My favorite is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That's a good one right there. That's one of the greatest movies ever created ever in the world. I agree. I would agree with that. It really is. It's such a good movie. They video And they filmed a lot of it over in Braidwood. It's almost as good as The Jerk. It's a good one, too. The Jerk is phenomenal. Yeah, I had to... Put that together. Not as good as Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. No. Um, okay, number four, I think. Um, the Invitation. Seven, I think. Around seven. Um, the Invitation. What's that even about? Never heard of it. Tell me who's in it. What's the cast? When was it made? Who's the it's director? It's a thriller. It's like a thriller movie. It probably would be something good. Thrillers are kind of a yeah, good that's movie a good, to have. Yeah, that's, uh, it's a... Um, this guy and her ex-wife and her new husband. Okay. Will and his girlfriend are invited by his ex-wife and husband to a dinner party to reunite with old friends and introduce new ones. However, Will cannot shake the feeling that something is terribly wrong with this get-together, causing tensions to rise. watching him. Old runes to rip open. And the viewer to wonder, is this guy crazy or is everyone in danger? The truth will shock you. I kind of want to see it now. Yeah. I kind of want to see the invitation. Watch it right now. Yeah, let's... Watch it live on air. On air, we're going to start this movie, and we all invite you to watch it. All right, number two. Uh, Three. Two. Didn't you just do four? I'm telling you, this is two, dude. All right, well, then you were wrong with the four. What a fucking terrible list. All right, number two, The Spectacular Now. What is that? Teen romance. Uh often sees the lovable social outcast vying for affection of the popular girl who does not initially seem to love him back. Instead, 
We have an unlikable social wizard convinced he is not worthy of being loved by the unpopular girl who only wants him to love her back. Um, I don't know. But it's written by the guy who wrote uh, 500 Days of Summer, which is a good movie. Uh, I thought that would be on here. Yeah. I was hoping it would be on here because I do love that movie. I really do. Number one, it's going to make you angry, Jerry. What is it? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. No, it isn't. Are you? <laughs> I swear to God. Serious? Listen to this guy. I cannot think of a more pleasant thing to share with your significant other than a film or series that gave you some of the most joyous childhood memories in front of a screen. It's even better when you can bond over a property that you both grew up with. Okay. That's bad. That was a bad list, Jerry. That was a really bad list, Chris. That was unbelievable. I have a little bit of a list. Oh, what's your list? Same thing. It's it's perfect date night or Netflix and chill movies. Okay, I hope your list is better than mine. Although I, the reason I didn't obviously read to the bottom of the list, but this I is, saw I saw like Chasing Amy and I saw some of the other movies on there. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'll this has 23 options on it, so we may have to go kind of fast. Uh, the very first one is Five Feet Apart. Skip ones you don't know. It says, for the couple who love a good cry. Just skip ones you don't know. <laughs> I don't want to talk about them. Do couples really love a good cry? No. Um, number three is A Star is Born. I would agree with that. Never saw it. You never saw it with uh, Bradley Cooper and Lady no, Gaga? I wanted to see it, but I never saw it. I love it. Here's a, here's a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine, Chris. I love Lady Gaga. Oh, I like Lady Gaga. I listen to her in the truck all the time. I like her when she wore that meat uh, dress, I, meat dress. I sing her songs out loud in the truck. I don't know if I know any of her songs. What's like oh, one of her so famous songs? Sounds like you're a real big fan then. What's one of her famous songs? Uh, well, Poker Face is like the first oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hate but that I, song. But I listen to, uh, so the newest album that she had come out, uh, what was it called? Uh, Jolene. Like Jolene, 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 Jolene. It, it might not have been that. I'm begging for you, please don't take my man. No, it might not have been called that. But it's <laughs> don't think it was called that, Jerry. It's something close. That's to like it. a Dolly Parton song. I know that. I didn't say it was a song of hers. I just said it was the album name. Okay. Um, but she has one song on there called "A Million Reasons." It's really good. There's another song on there called John Wayne. Really good. Uh, there's a uh, another song on there called "It Was a Perfect Solution." Perfect space Love. dust. No that point. was good. But the the soundtrack to "A Star Is Born," holy smokes, is it good? I've heard I've she heard the song. I mean, obviously, there's like five songs on there that are phenomenal. In the movie itself, really good. Amy hates the ending. I did not necessarily care for the ending, but I understand it. Um. Amy's just not one for a tragedy, you know. It's I think that is a good spoilers. I think that is a good date night movie. Thanks a lot, Dick. I think it's really good. You should watch it. Okay. What else you got? That's an old movie too. It's like from the sixties. Um, there are so many of these movies I've never heard of. It's crazy. They have at number seven, up to twenty three, Thor Ragnarok. That's a fun movie. 
I think that would be really fun. That's a for, good date night movie because it's fun. It's yeah. fun. It's funny. It's exciting. It's adventurous. And honestly, it could be a first date, a third date. Yeah. Uh, Any of the Guardians marriage. of the Galaxy ones too, I'd throw in there. That's probably a good one too. I I would too. Hmm. That one, Murder on the Orient Express. I Nobody, never saw that. That had Johnny wants. Depp in it, right? Nobody wants to see it. No. It did. Yeah. Uh, this one. Uh, I don't know. It's called Logan Lucky. I talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. Did you ever watch it? No. No. I love Adam Driver. Yeah, I um, do too. This is kind of a fun movie, though. It's goofy. You don't. I mean, you don't have to take any of it seriously. Uh, but it's a good like heist movie, yeah. to be honest. And Adam Driver's hilarious and really good in it because he's missing an arm and he's got this prosthetic and it's pretty fun. The, when I look back on it, I remember watching it and uh, it was last winter than when I watched it and I was like, eh, it's fine, whatever. But now looking back, it's it's good. So, what do you think the best genre of uh, date movies would be? I mean, romantic comedy, I think, would That's probably kind of be... That's classic, but don't you think it's kind of more... Now it's more horror. For date Thriller, night? horror type thing. I mean, not for me. I'm not a huge horror guy, but I feel like that's a big uh, time... I guess like so, date, but That's classically been a date night thing, too, right? People took to scary movies. To scary movies. Yeah. That's the thing, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Amy and jump I, scare. Amy and I used to go. The boob grab jump scare? Yeah. Amy and I used to... I'd still, I still do that. Assault. <laughs> I still do that to my you're wife. you're part of the patriarchy. But it's my wife. She knows it's going to happen. Yeah. I don't like horror movies, though. I can't tell you the last horror movie I've seen. I, honestly, I've trying, I cannot either. I've been trying to watch Get Out for like five years, and I know it's not that scary, and I just can't do it. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I've, it's such a good movie. No, I know. I'm I've never kidding. seen it, but I've heard. I don't. It's not. that they're don't, They don't scare me. I just don't enjoy the feeling of unease. Of fright. Not fright, just of the unease. But don't you get that from some thrillers? Oh, yeah, for sure. But you like those movies, right? Not especially, no. Not I, all that much. I like thrillers I more so than I like horror movies. I only like thrillers if they're in Manilers. <laughs> You've got a ton of terrible jokes. <laughs> I think thrillers give me a different feeling than horror movies do. Horror movies especially if they're like trying to be visually shocking are not, I don't like them. Gory, visually shocking movies. Um, I don't find that frightening. I just, I'm not interested. Yeah. But a thriller I think is different. It could be a really good mystery, like murder mystery or I don't mind a good like mur- de- murder mystery. I know. And that's can be a thriller. And then they're like detective movies that like a uh, true detective on Netflix or on Love HBO. It. That first was a, season, anyway. Yeah, the first season was a thriller. Yeah, that and there was a lot of unease there, but it didn't bother me. No. So I guess I don't mind the unease. I just don't like the... I don't know. I just don't like them. Yeah, I think I don't what either. happened I was I, I didn't mind the older horror movies from like the 80s and 90s. I like those. Um, like The Shining and Pet Cemetery and, and uh, Evil Dead. and I don't know, Although I wouldn't really consider that no, horror. No, I wouldn't either, but... I, I didn't mind any of those movies. Freddy Krueger stuff. Chainsaw Massacre. I, I, liked, I liked all those movies. Jason, Friday yeah. the 13th. I never liked any of the Friday the 13th ones. Poltergeist. Poltergeist I liked, but I didn't like really. 
any uh, Freddy or not? No, I liked Freddy the Freddy movies because they're fun. Yeah, they really are. Um, but the Jason movies I never liked, and the Halloween movies I never liked. See, now I liked Halloween. I liked the I liked the original Halloween, and the remake that Rob Zombie did pretty good. I didn't see that one. It was pretty good. I I kind of enjoyed it. I've seen some other Rob Zombie movies that I I, I liked. Um, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, that one's Corp- good. That's a good movie. The the better one is um, Devil's Rejects. That's a good. That, uh, the Devil's Rejects is way better than House of a Thousand Corpses. You know, I don't know if I've seen the Devil's Rejects. And he actually just I had get a, confused by the one with the Hills Have Eyes. I don't like that movie. No, I don't like Hills Have Eyes. But uh, Devil's Rejects is really good. His wife is the one of the main characters in it. And then he just had a recent one come out called uh, <clears throat> The Three from Hell. And it's about the same three characters from House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, and then this one. Um, apparently, it's pretty good. Yeah. I should probably watch it because I have seen the other two. He had another one come out called Lords of Salem, and that was oh, yeah. widely frowned upon. I never saw that one. So anyway, once it started going like the saw direction and like the ring, I don't like any of that stuff. So I don't a- like any of that stuff. And that's when Amy and I started watching more horror stuff like the ring came out we didn't i think we had watched it but i don't think we watched it together but then we had went and saw some of the saw movies and then we went and saw the grudge i remember no interest in that after seeing them i also lost all interest in seeing them again they're just not good exactly that's Um, my thing they're not good so you sit and you have to have that stupid feeling in the pit of your stomach occasionally to watch a movie and then at the end there's no there's no satisfaction in it whatsoever yeah you know that's what okay a thriller you might have the queasy like uneasy feeling but you get a payoff but there's yeah of something being done like you either catch the guy or the guy gets away and you find out who he is right you know what I mean? Or she, what, whatever. I like, mean, there's nothing worse. There's something that happens. Than a bad thriller where you don't feel a satisfying payoff from all the anxiety. I have enough anxiety in my life. If sure. I need to feel anxiety in a movie, I'll it better think pay about off. things I have to do on Monday. No, it's fine. I, I don't <laughs> mind the anxiety of a movie, but it better pay off. Yeah. Like Jack Ryan has a lot, there's a lot of anxiety because it's that. building up the story yeah. of like the and i feel like it pays off really well and to a satisfying conclusion yes and you're like oh that really took me on an emotional roller coaster cool with that mm-hmm. or not necessarily emotional but uh it takes you on a bit it's of intense a, it's intense yeah that's fine i like and that. you have buy-in on the characters because they've built up the characters they've built up the story you understand like what is at stake see a good horror movie does that like a good horror movie even if they have a small amount of time will will give you some there has to be a buy-in there has to be some character development you have to be bought into somebody something or it's got to be fun and funny it can't just like the grudge what a terrible movie yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them that came out what in that a time frame. Movie. That are just and terrible. they all did. They were pumping those movies out all the time. Now, there's a lot of new ones that people like. They love that Conjuring series. People love that series. That's I've never it. seen it. I just never. I never. I don't will. even want it. It's not even appealing to me at all anymore. And it isn't. Amy's in the same boat. She doesn't care at all. And we used to go to them. And I don't know why. Next movie that came up on number twelve. I don't know. I don't know. You don't. I don't think you really care for this movie all that much. But it's called Moonrise Kingdom by our good friend. What's his name? Uh, Wes Anderson. Listen, 
I love Wes Anderson. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of that movie, but I still liked it. I liked There's it. There's no freaking way in hell I'd ever bring a date to, to a, a Wes, Wes Anderson, Anderson movie. movie. That is a recipe for you going home alone. <laughs> yes. 100. Unless your date is a nerd. Yeah, unless they know about Wes Anderson. screwed. Not yeah. literally, figuratively. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think of if there is one Wes Anderson movie I would let a date watch. Let a date watch? Because you got to control everything because you're a part of the patriarchy. Yeah. women can make their own decisions jerry if well then if if she's in charge of the date then she would be picking these movies and i don't think she would be picking moonrise kingdom if i was the one that was picking the movie during this date i would try to think of a wes anderson movie that she would like to watch and i don't think any of them are bringing about I really like Fantastic Mr. Fox, and I think people can enjoy that, but it's still a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. And it's of the same That's mindset. way too risky. What, let, let me ask you this. What would your wife pick for you to watch on, date night, on a date night movie? First of all, when you have three... I want everybody to know this. When you have three children, there's no, there's no date night. Like, they don't... There's no date nights. No. There and when you have a, a night, you don't call it date night. No, Some people just, do... It's like alone time. It drives me crazy. (laughs) It's like we finally got some alone time. When people are like, we got a date night, and I'm like, stop it. To actually speak to each other without (laughs) interruption or like to finish a conversation. That's the biggest thing for us. Yeah. We cannot finish any conversation. It's impossible. A conversation that should take 15 seconds takes 45 minutes until you're just infuriated. With four yelling spurts in the middle of it, like, can you please stop right now? It's. I'm glad that you experienced the same exact thing as I do because oh, it, it's yes. it's gotten to the point where it's just almost ridiculous. Just tonight, I I told you they can't were like, like you, you can't relay one story to no. a human being without constant interruption. Yeah, and Grant Grant came up to me tonight, and he's normally not the one interrupting. He comes up and he constantly said, "Dad, hey, Dad, hey, Dad, Dad," he's tapping me, Dad. I'm like while I'm speaking. And I finally like had to stop. It was like so infuriating. I stopped and I looked down. And I said, Grant, you can clearly see I'm talking to mom, right? Yeah, but I don't even remember what he told me. Something's really stupid. I'm it sure. didn't matter. It mattered to nothing we were doing. Not even to him. Exactly. And he just smiled and I was like, Really? This is this is what you needed, bud? And then he walked away. He didn't need anything. And then I didn't know where I was at in the story or what I was talking to Amy about. And then I get frustrated. I'm like, I don't care. It doesn't matter anymore. Whatever. We'll figure it out. And that's how most of our conversations end. It's so infuriating. Yeah. And that probably, yeah. So if she had to pick a movie. For, if she had to pick a movie. What would it be for you both to watch? Clearly you picked Knives Out the other night. but I did. I yeah. picked it what, out. What would she pick? But I had her watch the trailer and she's like, yeah, that looks interesting. So we watched it, and she very much enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. She's really into, like, The Queen on Netflix, you know, like all that. Never heard of it. Well, it's about, like, Queen oh, Elizabeth. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got Queen Elizabeth. Like, she's, she's into, into that, that era of stuff. Okay, so Victorian, like, Elizabethan. Yeah. She royalty. Loves, she likes royalty. Loves that stuff. Um, interesting. So she'd like Downton Abbey. Probably if she had ever watched it, I guess. But I don't know if she ever will. 
Um, I don't know. Something like that. I'm trying to think. I, I really don't know. So the King's Speech? She'd like that. She probably would. It's a great movie. It's such a good movie. Um, we watched, we had watched the the next one that's up is The Big Short. We had watched that together. She really enjoyed that. It's pretty movie. good. And that's a pretty good movie. If Marley. Any of those type of movies, I think, would be fine for a date night movie because it's. They're light. Yeah. And there's like a, there's a point to it. Yeah. If Marley had to pick a movie for date night, it would be the WGN Morning News. What? Because that's the only <laughs> thing she watches. She doesn't watch movies. WGN, though? Why? Yeah. Or like World News Tonight with David Muir. David Muir. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. They have The Shining on here at number 20. It's great. That's a good one. As a date night movie? Absolutely. It's too long and drawn out. That's a good one, man. No, that's that, tension. The date will fall it's real asleep. Real tension, real drama. I like the movie, but the date will fall asleep. Um, Stephen King famously hated that movie. Yeah, because it's not really like his book. No, not really, but it's really good, though. At number one two. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Now, that's a good one. That is a good one. I would agree that that would be a good movie to watch. That number two they have on this, guess. Number two on the list? Mm-hmm. You had it in yours. I had it in mine? Mm hmm. You did, and you're like, it, well, I don't even want to give you the hint because you'll get it right away. Netflix Charlie produced. and the Chocolate Factory. No. Always Be My Maybe? Yes. Is that movie that good? I don't know. It must be. It's taking the world by storm. Because you'll always be my baby. So, Sasha, I'm just going to read you the... The... Like the rundown, the synopsis of this. Sasha is a celebrity chef with a chef with a bad boyfriend. Marcus is her childhood friend and maybe the guy she should be with. If it took you and your significant other a little while to figure out you're great together, this movie is for you. It didn't take me and Marley long. No, it didn't. <laughs> Honestly, it, uh, it didn't really take Amy and I long either. It did either. take you a little while. Amy and I never dated at all. Yeah, so, but you knew each other well. Yeah, we went to kindergarten together. So, yeah, we've known each other forever. So it took you a while. You were friends. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. You were in the same class growing up. You all went through all of your school together. And you didn't start dating until after high school was over. We never... I dated her in fifth grade. So there's even got more me proof. a life-size Jeff Gordon poster. <laughs> yeah, you've told me that. In fifth grade. It was pretty amazing. I still have it. Yeah. No, I don't. Really? You don't? No, I don't have that. Jeff Gordon's awesome. No, I got so mad. I think I destroyed it when she broke up with me. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, it did take a little, it did take a while. So this is literally the story of your life. Um, it is. Cause then, so I kissed Amy right before a deployment. I don't need to hear about this. I'm going to tell you, uh, tawdry details. And then, I left. I didn't want a girlfriend. Then I left. Came back 18 months later, and we got engaged a month after I got home. That's crazy. We never once went out on a date, like an actual date or had a dating period. Before your engagement, you never went on a date? When we got home, I guess, but we weren't like we weren't necessarily an actual item or a, or a boyfriend girlfriend at the time because I had never been home. We continued to talk all the time. That's crazy. Until we came home until I came home, which I got home in 
October, beginning of October 2007, and then November of 2007, we got engaged. Wow, that's really quick. Yes, it was. That's surprising. 10 years later, still going strong. Almost 11 years later, still going strong. Man. Pretty interesting. I mean, I was in a very similar situation. Yeah, just many years behind. Yeah. You know, because I'm With Marley. a little more advanced. I mean, we were dating like two months before she got pregnant. So. Is that all? Two I thought th- it was longer than that. Three months, maybe. I guess that was the last one. They'll always be my maybe. But then we didn't get uh, engaged till like a year later. Cash is going to ask about that. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> it's 2020, man. I know. I don't live and die by your old world standards while you wear your suit and tie <laughs> to work in your little <laughs> office and you sell widgets to the widget factory. I my know. name is Jerry. Look I at my suit and tie. I don't I wear got suits it from and ties. JC Penney's. I wish I did. I wish Would I you had. like to buy my widget? Let me get my briefcase What's out. What's a widget? Put it on the thing. Open my briefcase. Me, me, Mr. I got all kinds of widgets for you. I got blue widgets. I got purple widgets. What are widgets? I thought those were a thing on a cell phone. What do you mean, you what are get... widgets? Widgets like uh, the generic name for a, an item. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. That's like a known thing. Nobody knows this. Everybody knows this, Jerry. I want to ha- hear if people know that widgets are known as... Yeah, they're like generic products. Like the widget factory is like... It, it's just like a... It's like a stand-in name for like just a mm. generic product, a widget. I don't think so. Everybody knows this in the world except for you, Jimmy. I don't think anyone knows this. Every single person. I'll say a solid handful. This. Solid handful of people will be like, "Look yeah, up widget." I know. Are I you know joking it. me? It's like a thing. I mean, I believe you. It's a thing. I just don't think it's as common as what you're. It's very common. It's super common, Jerry. Use widgets on your iPhone, iPad, or iPod. Look up widget in the dictionary. 15 best Android widgets. A small gadget or mechanical device, especially one whose name is unknown or unspecified. Widget on Wikipedia. An application. A placeholder name for an abstract unit of production, such as manufactured device or other product. Just exactly what I said. Yeah. I never heard of it. Anyway. I've heard of a widget as like the, it I've, says a control element in a graphical user interface. That's that what I've heard too. of a widget. Yeah. Like, or, an, like an app. Or Gidget. Gidget is one of the best known characters in human history. Really? Oh, yeah. Why are you saying that? I made it up. She's a character that was played by... Uh, it's a fictional character played by what was her name? Dude, Where is it Gidget was the female mouse in Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Chippendale. No, that was Gadget. Rescue Ranger. Chippendale. You're right. It was Gadget, wasn't it? Was <laughs> yes. that her name? Was it Gidget or Gadget? Gadget. It was Gadget. You're right. Gadget Hack Wrench. Gidget was a TV show in the, in 1959, or it was a movie. Rescue Ranch, I wish you knew anything. I wish you knew. You know it never fails. Sandra D. What? What about Sandra D? She played Gidget in the movie Gidget. I saw the Gidget thing. It's just not important to me. You're the one who brought the whole thing up. No, I I didn't bring anything. I proved you wrong on widgets, gadgets, gadgets galore. 
Okay. Well, anyway. That's all I got. I don't know what else you got. Um, have you been watching anything interesting? I've been I'm watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. Have you been watching Curb? That's great. I've been watching a lot of MasterChef and Hell's Kitchen. I got in a, a Gordon Ramsay kick. I just watched the, I think it was the season finale of uh, 24 Hours to Hell and Back. See, I just can't get into that one. It's Chris, good. I can't get into it's it. It's great. It's good. It's fine. It's okay. It's no Kitchen Nightmares. It's no MasterChef. It's no... I've never seen MasterChef. Oh, you're missing out. I don't even out. know what it is. What is it? A whole cooking competition that Gordon Ramsay puts on. On Fox. And he's got three other chefs up there with him. Are they or, like real chefs or are they absolute, like they're home amateurs? Cooks. They're amateur home That's cooks. That's what I don't need. I don't need to see no home cooks try and be professionals. I want to see professionals fight professionals. Well, then you need to watch Top Chef on Bravo. No, I don't. I don't like Top Chef. It's the best cooking show on TV. No, I don't like Top Chef. You're an idiot. No, no. I what like you, Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen is good. They're just, chefs. Yeah, I just finished uh, season 17. It was an all-star season. It's very good. What if there was a Top Chef video game? Would you play that game? I would try to, but I just don't know how you'd put that together to be able to cook uh, on a video game. It would have to be uh, virtual reality. Oh, that'd be awesome. It really would. It'd have to be. Oh, that's what I want to talk about. There's this place. um, Unfortunately, there's not one in Chicago yet. But I think there will be okay. soon. It's called the Void, and they are places you go to do virtual reality games. They have one in LA at okay. Disneyland, actually. Oh yeah. But there's a bunch of them around the U.S. Um, like there's one at Mall of America. There's one in um, New York City, Times Square, I think. Anyway, they have a Star Wars one and a Marvel one right now, and you go but with a group of people, kind of like an escape room. But you all are in the virtual reality world playing this game all together. This really? like Star Wars game. And the place is called The Void. And it's like all I ever wanted. Like I want to do it right now. <laughs> this I want to fly want to, do. to California <laughs> to play this Star Wars Tonight. game. Tonight. Let's, let's go, go right now. Let's not go to C2E2 tomorrow. And I'm just going to. I'll go. We're flying just to Disneyland to play this Void yeah. game. Let's go right now. Let's do it. No families. My wife's at home with the flu. She probably won't be super happy, but no, she wouldn't be at all. And my wife, I have to get watch my children in the morning so my wife can go at least go to work. No, you don't have to. I mean, somebody they'll fend for themselves. There are children out there that have been raised by wolves. Wolves. They have a house, badgers even, and food in it. Like, they're way better off than the children raised by wolves. I do believe it's called a den. A, but they're... If, you're li- if you're raised by wolves, you live in a den. Okay, but think about the head up that your kids have living in a house with food stocked in it. Oh, you're saying my kids live in a house. Yeah, yeah. they do. Don't so, they? like, they're so much better off than the wolf kids. That's true. And there's food in there. Like, lots of food that they can just eat. If you left your like I'm not saying you would do this, but like, <laughs> no, I probably won't. I don't if think. you just left, you and Amy both, you just left. Uh huh. Like so we told Grady, we. Do you think terrible. your children would be able to survive? Um. Yeah, I mean, Grady's old enough to where he would get it to where he would take charge. 
like figure shit out. It would take him a little bit. It would like take him a little much? bit. Like, like two days. He would be like a month terrified. But I think they would eat just fine. You think they would eat? Yeah. Even Graham. Yes, he would get Graham food. But would would Graham, Graham be able can to go get, get his own food? Absolutely, he can get things now. Like he can get his own food now. But I mean, he can't cook anything. Can he obviously. open a package? Grady can cook an egg. Like right now, if I gave Jet food, like yeah, he would never get it open. Oh yeah, Graham can get it open. Graham's yeah. older than Jet. Though, I know, by he's a, a full year, year. Year older. Makes a know. difference. I'm just saying, like, uh, how long? Like, how long would they survive? I don't know the length of time that they would survive, but I think they could survive. I think long we, enough I, to be found. Listen, all I'm trying to get at here is I don't think we give children enough credit. Or responsibility. That's what I was going to say. I don't think... It's not credit. I, I just don't think they have the responsibility in our world to have to survive that way. They are so taken care of that there is no reason for them to learn anything. Like, actually, I saw a picture today on Reddit of a... a um, like, Grady's seven. In Afghanistan. Like, 100 boy. years ago, seven-year-olds were, like, running the coal mills. <laughs> I mean, really, they were doing a lot of stuff, Yeah. I don't know if they were running cold mills, but uh, <laughs> uh, but I saw a picture today on Reddit of a in a boy in Afghanistan that it was a four year old boy in Afghanistan walking down the street that they took a picture of, real cute picture of him. He was smiling and he was holding this like bowl, and it said four year old Afghanistan boy uh, happy after buying yogurt. So he had went to, like, was walking to a market, bought some yogurt from somebody, and was walking back home with it. And he was four. I was like, you're never going to catch a four-year-old doing anything. It's illegal. You get arrested. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, they can't do anything. There was a thing not that long ago about, I think it was also, no, it was in Africa. Um, Like, the shepherds, the, the shepherds are all, like, Kid, they're like six year olds, five year olds. Really? Four, you know, five, four, five, six year olds shepherd the sheep or whatever they got. Their flock. To the watering hole and back. But they care, they give them big sticks. Yeah. And they went up to these kids and they're like, what are the sticks for? And they're like, for the lions, fighting off the lions. Like a six year old. <laughs> With a stick <laughs> is fighting off lions from goats or sheep or sheep. Yeah, that's happening Isn't in that this world. And They're like our kids, it's animals illegal that... in Illinois to leave a under fourteen year old unattended for yeah. more than a couple hours. Yes, I think at eight years old or seven, seven or eight years old, you can leave them alone legally for ten minutes. That's insane. Because if they were in Africa, they'd be leading buffalo to watering holes and fighting off lions lions. with sticks. Yes, riding hyenas. And being completely fine. Yep. Some of them probably get picked off. (laughs) I mean, I bet you there is the case because a five, six, seven, eight-year-old a child is not much bigger than a goat or sheep. Yeah, they're but probably smaller than yeah, a lion. Lions aren't dumb. They don't want to attack people. Why? Why I not? I mean, if they got a taste for blood, or if they're coming in trying to steal a 
lamb and you're hitting them with a stick, they're going to protect themselves and they're going to murder you. Uh, most, most likely they're not going to go around you. Murder. They're going to pick up some guy from the, the stragglers. You know what they're going to do? They're going to run right in and they're going to grab you by the throat with their mouth and kill you. Well, anyway. They will murder. That's what the, they're murder cats. Murder cats. That's what they're they're murder genius. Cats. Oh, I had an idea for a comic the other day. Was it Murder Cats? No, but it made me think of my idea for the comic, which I almost forgot about. Copyright Snarf Comics. Copyright. Um, After we finish our comic that we're never going to finish, apparently. Sometime. Jesus Christ. It's your fault. It's an embarrassment. It's your fault. It's 100% your fault. Um, I had this idea as I was in the car wash. The one over by Walmart? Yeah. And I don't know the details of it at all. But imagine a world... In which you drive into a car wash, you go through that type of car wash with all the things so you can't see what's going on. Into a new world. Yes, and you come out a different I get it. world, a different time. I think that just happened to me the other day. And it's a portal, though. But you can keep going back. So, but do you, can you ever get back to yeah. the original time? Yeah, you, anytime you go through the car wash, you get it's like a portal. It's just a loop. A fixed portal to a certain place, certain time. That's interesting. And so you do what you want to do. So it's like the Stephen King novel, Stop 1967, it. where Stop he goes it. through the closet. 1970 something, 60 Six. something. Three? 63? Okay, we'll, we'll have to change it up a little from that. <laughs> but this is a car wash. I it's get a it. car wash. Do they have car washes in the... Is it in the future? Like, do you go to the future? No. Or are you going back to, like, the 70s? you got to go to the past. Can you pick on your selection of what type of car wash you want does that change where you go absolutely <laughs> yeah whether you get the yes like that the changes canuba, if you get the canuba wax canuba you're gonna go carnuba the, whatever it's called is, is it carnuba carnuba yeah no it's canuba carnuba there's no r it's carnuba it makes sense when i when you say it slow like that carnuba I don't know what the butt is, but Carnu. C-A-R-N-A-U-B-A. Carnuba wax. Oh. Not Canaba? It's a vegetable wax obtained from the leaves of Brazilian palm trees. Okay. Anyway. No, that's a good idea. I like that. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't know the details, like where they're going. Um, Who they are. Or they can maybe they can't come back. Maybe they can come back. Uh, I don't know. What kind of trouble do they get in? Yeah, because the car wash Does, situation would likely be different. And you wouldn't be able to go to like a dinosaur era because dinosaurs didn't have car No washes. car washes back then. No, it would have to be the establishment would have to still be there. Right. But you could go to any country. You go back to the 80s. In Ireland. Yeah. No. Why not? They have car washes. It has to be the same car wash. Doesn't it? Mm. Not necessarily, I guess. No. Why would it have to? Could be any car wash. You just if, always come back to a, a fixed point. Car wash every time, different place. I don't know. Car wash. Go back eighties. Buy cocaine. Go back current time. <laughs> sell cocaine. Go back eighties. <laughs> buy cocaine. <laughs> why would you do that? Like Michael Caine. I was just. <laughs> you beat me to it. I was going to say, what does Michael Caine have to do with this? Uh, I just. I'm just thinking of ideas. Just spitballing here. Just eight balling a little bit. 
Um, Get it? Know, that was a cocaine Knights joke. of the Round Table. You could go back to medieval times. The Knights of Ren? I mean... Star Wars? Do they have car washes or some sort of a vehicle wash? So, you know what? I've never seen it in the Star Wars universe. But guaranteed, there's a lot of ship washes. There has to be. Well, things burn up, though, when you're going through the atmosphere. And they don't really get dirty when there's no air. But There's air on the planets. Yeah, on the planets there is. And you can land in mud. But yeah, it would burn up going through the atmosphere. So who cares? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know what kind of atmospheres they got in a galaxy. Far, far, far away. Far, far away. A long time ago. Oh, that's true. Me either. Yeah. So. Well, it's something to ponder on while we... Uh, Move towards death. Our inevitable <laughs> demise. <laughs> Every day just closer and closer to being dead. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, little jaunt through <laughs> inequity. Yes. It was good fun. Um, I think it was a good make fun. Make sure you all. check out, uh, make sure you fill out your brackets for Snarf yeah, Comics. Yeah, get the brackets done. Snarf comics.com slash madness or snarfcomics.com click snarf madness in the top link this is it the last week fill out your pdf bracket and uh download a scanner app and email it back to us info at snarfcomics.com also check out patreon.com slash snarf comics where you can subscribe and get extra bonus podcast material plus some stickers and all kinds of other goodies, but most importantly, you just help support the show. Yeah, which is free. So absolutely free to you. Free to you. You can just uh, pledge one dollar a month is the minimum, and we would appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's only twelve dollars a year. Right. It's literally nothing. It's less than, than a stop at a gas station. Yeah, a pack of cigarettes costs ten dollars now in Illinois. Holy crap! That's too expensive. I this mean, month. unless you buy like. M's, Paul Malls. Yeah. They're like still like eight bucks though. Yeah. Either way, it's really expensive. So don't smoke. <laughs> no. Be a patron. Be a patron and uh, help us out. Yep. For Snarf Comics this week, I've been Chris. I am Jerry. See you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>